Uh, so, uh, there you guys are so young, like 19 and 20. Like, how have you managed to be so successful? No, um, to me, I just think it's connections and creating your own luck. Because, I mean, being at the right place with the right people, something always comes up, yeah? Um, let's say, like, for me and Pedro, yeah? We've been in places where we've met... We met guys doing crazy things in different fields, yeah? And, I mean, building such connections in the long run really helps a lot. Because now, I mean, the more connections, the more the opportunities. And just like that, you're able to have more success. Welcome back to Season 2 of the Money Trees Network Podcast. I'm your host, Edgar Kaba, joined by my co-host, JJ. And today, we're going to have a conversation with some very special guests. So uh, with us today, we have Chris Saroni and Pedro Mwangi. So just a little background on these guys. These guys are serial entrepreneurs with several investments in both the financial markets and properties. They've dipped their feet in the tour business. Pedro runs a tour business and Chris runs a luxury travel and concierge business. Pedro is the co-founder of Mooncorp. They invest in financial markets, information technology, agriculture, and tours and travel. Chris is a trader and partner at Code Africa, where they run investments in the financial markets. Together, both of them, they run Trading Circle Global, which is a Forex and Synthetic Indices Academy, which offers signals as well. Welcome, guys. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, just to start off, like, how did you guys meet the two of you? <laughs> That's actually a funny story. <laughs> it's actually nothing instrumental, yeah. So, um, um, tr- uh, Pedro used to trade on his own, on his own side, yeah. And I used to do the same on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, then this guy one day just shot me a, a snap of of some trades. I think he was running trades on gold or something. Yeah. Yo, me, I was impressed. So I had to hit this guy up, and just like that, we started talking. Yeah. Oh, it does nothing, nothing no, crazy, nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. It is all from Snap. I saw this yeah. guy trading on Snap. I'm like, hey, this guy is risking too much. Show this home, my gold. We just became boys quick. Yeah. Oh, it was that time in the pandemic quarantine. Yeah. You guys were eating of yeah. gold. Yeah, it was actually um October. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, there you guys are so young, like 19 and 20. Like, how have you managed to be so successful? No, um, to me, I just think it's connections and creating your own luck. Because, I mean, being at the right place with the right people, something always comes up, yeah? Um, let's say, like, for me and Pedro, yeah? We've been in places where we've met, we've met guys doing crazy things in different fields, yeah? And, I mean, building such connections mm. in the long run really helps a lot. Because now, I mean, the more connections, the more the opportunities, and just like that, you're able to have more success. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, the thing, you know, um, depends what's driving you um, to go for a particular goal. Yeah. Um, the, the thing, um, one thing I usually say, um, when people say, are you ready? That's what a question you should be asking. You should always know in your head. To be ready, you need to always be ready. So we've met people uh, as, uh, questioning us. We have our pitch set. So that's uh, being at the right time at the right place. Someone asks us something, we are set. So that's um that's another thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm, that's that's good. That's interesting. And uh, what motivated you guys to do what you do? Like, 
Yeah. A better what life. Are, what are your motivations? A better life, man. I want in the next five years to be rolling down in a Bentley. I mean, such things really push me to like do what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, people have done it. Why should it entire? Exactly, yeah, exactly. True, true. I mean, my, my plan was by 23, and I, I need to have retired, chilling if it's in the Bahamas. Just dividend working <laughs> for me. Yeah. Independence is the yeah is the thing that motivated me. Yeah, man. Money is so, the goal. The goal is freedom. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm getting is uh, financial independence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also have my own timeline for like 16 months. I shouldn't be where I'm at. I should be, I should be somewhere just looking at palm trees, taking coconut water, and just chilling. Yeah. Uh, no, no stress. Waking up, going sleep. You know, you're working for money. Money is working for you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, those th- those kind of stuff they really push you to to be better, to do better. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, um, at the end of the day, the only way you're able to push yourself is when you have goals. Have quarterly, because I set goals every night and quarterly goals. So what, I, what, I'll do, what I've done today and, and, and tomorrow are very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what would you say are your, like, like, what would you say is your greatest achievement? Like, something you would, you, you're not afraid to brag about. Um, for me, I think it's just having a supportive circle. That's the biggest thing around me, bro. Because I know right now, if I need, if I, um, let's see, let's see, I'll give an example. Let's say I'm in, I'm in a bad place and I need like a hundred k. I know I can call someone who's gonna sort me immediately. I like uh, just having a circle that's around you, that's supportive, that's you know, that's there for you when when you need whatever you need. That's Oh yeah, like a, a winning, winning team. team. Yeah, you can call it a winning team. Just having those people around you, it's it's the best. You you never go lacking. You're always on top. I've I've people around you who actually are chasing. All of them are chasing the bug. They're doing something um with themselves. Just having a common just vision. People are lying down. Everyone's pushing. Doesn't matter whether you're going for the degree or not. Because there's always something out out here to be chased. Forex. You don't need a degree. All, 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 all you need is to come join us and you learn and start making your own money from the house, from the beach. Mm. Yeah, so I, I had a, I wanted to know what's your, you guys' take on uh, the way most people tell you like things, they have steps like, for example, the, the people that find it impractical to be so successful when you're so young, if you're not like doing something let's say sort of illegal or like it's too much risk, mm. you know. Like most people think that, like in your twenties or something, it's when you like build yourself and nini. Then, like they think they take life like as a really long journey. Like you don't, like it's impractical bit to be really successful when you're so young, unless you're like, unless like it's illegal or something. What's your take on that? My take on this, um, what I usually say, people say that, I usually take it as it's an excuse. For the people who aren't ready to go out there, because you see, even for us, before we're um, able to become um, heading to success right now, we weren't chilling. Um, you, you need to have sleepless nights. You need to do your research. People, some people are lazy to do that, so it's an excuse. People say when you're 20, um, you you'll be able to achieve a certain success. It's it's very much possible. Uh, me, myself, when I was 17, I was already entering into manufacturer business and I, I was still in high school doing my A-levels. 
Yeah, even for me, I feel like it's just a matter of creating your own steps, man, not following what's out there. Because you want to be different, you have to do things differently, you know. So, True. Yeah, that's good. That's inspiring. Yeah, just create your own steps, follow your own path, do what you want to do, not what someone is telling you to do. I like the The only way you can do a certain task um, is when you're passionate. And if you're passionate to do something, you, uh, you actually have a certain drive. Yeah, like for me right now, I've deferred my whole school semester to focus on the things I'm doing right now. I mean, it's not a choice about, it's just about creating your own steps and following them. I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, so at what point will you reach in your life and you say, you know, like I'm done, I've done enough, like I can take a step back, like what what has to happen for you to realize now I can start chilling a bit? Um, for me, I've set uh, financial goals. Uh, yeah, I just have financial goals. If I hit a certain um, investment level, like when my portfolio hits a certain um, level, then I just take take a step back, roll in my Bentley and chill. Uh, so, like, what entrepreneurs or businessmen or investors do you both admire and why do you admire them uh, i'd like i'd let pedro go first on that all right all right no problem um for me mm. i'd probably say elon musk as mm. definitely the first guy because i'll um, take for example um just quick thing look at paypal paypal when you sold it for about 180 million dollars do you know this guy actually um ended didn't, didn't put anything in his pocket? He put a hundred into SpaceX, eight into um Tesla. He ended up taking a loan for rent. Most people, most people right now, if they get 180 million, what's the first thing? Shout Exactly. And that's the thing, even uh, us as Africa, we are facing issues with financial freedom. The way you can get financial freedom is looking at what's your future strategy. Your lifestyle must factor into the future. If you're going to have 100 million right now and you spend it within the first year, what happens in the next five years? Look for employment, you're paid probably less than $1,000. So that's another thing because this guy, um, if you check even during the pandemic, yeah. how, much has, how much money has this guy been able to move? This guy has moved. He's moved to the top of in life. Exactly, because even if you look at Shark Tank, this guy was saying if Elon Musk came with Tesla, they'd never invest. Well, this is actually the only two companies in America that have never gone bankrupt. Automotive companies, Ford and Tesla. Yeah. And Tesla has the biggest market cap compared to all automotive um, companies. Combined. Exactly. Imagine. I mean, Elon Musk is moving masses. And for him to have that kind of influence, for, him, for also him to like move all these financial markets, this guy is it's quite an inspiration, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, I had, a, I had a question for you guys. Um, so you see, as an African, as a Kenyan in specific, yeah. what what hindrances or what barriers would you say are to what you want to do? Like what what's something that you'd like to do, but then because of your situation as a Kenyan or an African, it's hampering or delaying that process? Policies. Um, I mean, the policies here aren't built around success, not in a bad way or anything, but I feel like something needs to be done. Um, mm-hmm. 
as in, uh, let me let me think of a market I can can use. And when you look at crypto, mm-hmm. right now, right now, right now, we all know crypto is untaxable. It's not under capital gains or anything. But let me let me let me throw a question. Do you think it's going to be the same in two years? Probably, probably not. not. It's probably going to be put under um what's it called uh capital gains. Same class of stocks. You know, you're going to be taxed on crypto, mm-hmm. or they might just ban crypto out of the. The whole space like what nigeria is doing yeah china even china as well yeah, yeah. the, the banning is it of china china too china contributed heavily to that crash exactly so i'm saying i mean such policies such uh such stuff are it's hindering a lot yeah mm. the other thing that's actually hindering the process we need to decide we are a different generation we have to put ourselves differently from our parents um, see, our yeah. parents then they believe education is the key. There's that, that there's that chain. When you go tell your parents not to be an entrepreneur, they're like, okay, but go to school first. Yeah. No problem. You, you can go to school, do your business, but there's a certain chain we have. We like go to school, um, um, do your, um, if it's before IGCC, do your do your four years, do an internship, go go work eight to five, wait then wait for your retirement, you have your pension done. Yeah, exactly. I mean. Right now, that's why I look at I look at uh, school, and I value network more than school. Yeah. I look at networks. I'm like, I'd rather put all my like all my all into into getting good connections, getting good networks, exactly. rather than going to school. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw a post uh, recently that was saying, yeah, people go to school and they learn things widely instead of learning things deeply like you should learn things deep you should get deep into something not just broaden the the whole thing you get what i mean exactly. yeah. people are going to school for the sake of employment and that's a mentality um actually sorry to say has been put um by um, by, by most of our folks go to, go to school yeah. to learn um expand your knowledge because you know that, that, that's the thing that's going to give you that independence. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like if you check on the school system, that thing hasn't changed for years. Exactly. And when school was invented, the main goal of school is to get obedient, respectful factory workers. Mm. That's that's it. That's the whole point of school. So right now, and the system is still the same. So what are they trying to tell us? Um, I also had a query. Um. Mm. We had done an episode on youth unemployment last season, our last episode, actually. Yeah. And uh, do you guys think if if uh, the youth had a higher, larger capacity, if they were supported more to be able to employ themselves rather than look for employment, like getting a degree, then going to look for a job, uh, rather than instead of being given skills, like actual skills, like to be your own person, you think it would be such a big issue as it is right now? Mm. Let's just come back, come up, come back again. I couldn't hear. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. If the youth, like we did an episode on youth unemployment. Yeah. And if the youth were imparted with actual skills, like with specific skills, like in let's say entrepreneurship or something like that. To be able to employ themselves, 
rather than get a degree or whatever, then going to look for a job, do you say it would be such a big issue as it is right now? No, I don't think, I don't, I mean, if people are given the skills, they'd be in a better situation than they are right now, yeah? Yeah. Um, I mean, like financial skills, which are really important, I mean, most people don't know. You don't know, you don't know how to file your taxes, you don't know how to do this and that. I mean, such skills are important. So if people aren't equipped with the skills, then nothing goes down. That's why you're seeing the unemployment rate in like Africa is really, really, really crazy. Because people are focused. People aren't focusing on the skills. Yeah, people are focusing on a certificate, on a degree, mm-hmm. other than putting their time onto. You know, you can you can have a paper saying it saying that you're a doctor, but when you're put in a room with a patient, you don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, if they were equipped with the skills, the knowledge, then we'd we'd be in a better situation. That's why nowadays, actually, look at things like software boot camps, um, programming boot camps. Those things are much more beneficial than an actual course. Yeah. Because you're getting you're getting the knowledge. Yes, you're getting the skills. Yes, mm. you're yeah. getting the network. Yeah. Okay. For a lower fee, a shorter period of time. I mean, it's just way much better than actually going to a university. You know, university is a business. So they're about to squeeze your accounts, yeah. about to squeeze everything. Yeah, so I feel like just having knowledge and skills is quite important when it comes to the employment industry. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say um, something else Kenya can actually take up and learn um, is, for example, um, what's the name? I'm from Italy. Um, it, it, mm-hmm. Italy actually actually have a program for growing the, uh, for supporting these young entrepreneurs. Also, Kenya, Kenya actually um uh, actually have that program. It's called YEDF, the Young Enterprise Development Fund. But the problem mm-hmm. with that, it's too much controlled by the government. It's mm-hmm. controlled by the gov- by the government. And you know, at the end of the day, if a government is controlling it, it's not about the need of the citizens. It's about yeah. them themselves because mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of the day, they're looking in the future. Their term ends in four or five years. What do they need to do? They need yeah. to secure the fund by the time it ends because they're not assured you're coming back for that seat. So that's something that's going to hinder uh, pro, um, the uh, us as the youth. That's why I'm, 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 I'm trying to encourage anyone who has, uh, who's running a company, even us young entrepreneurs, give internships to, to the youth. I know a lot yeah. of guys who are doing psychology. Yes, they're still running in high, in university, but imagine you on your first year you're doing a, your assignments, but you're doing an internship as you do your assignments. But you're telling me on third year, I'm meant to be an attachment. You have a good resume. You're actually taken to a, a better firm. Yeah, yeah. And I also feel like we also need to have like better institutions, better programs. Like you guys have heard about the school Elon Musk is running, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that Astranova, it's focusing more on skills rather than knowledge, yeah? Yeah. Um, like I was I was listening to some some audios from that school, like those kids are talking that like you like these guys are too smart, like way too way too smart for a twelve year old just who's who's it sounds like he's already explored space, bro. So I mean those kind of stuff, I mean those kind of programs should be should be more encouraged when when you, when you, whatever in Kenya. Well, also another thing, the government opened. I don't know if you, have, if you had this, this um, Kaziko Vijana. Mm. Yeah. Okay, the, the, the problem with that, it's a very low-paying job. Yes, they're trying to reduce on poverty, 
But where are you focusing? You're focusing on one specific sector. Why, why don't you open these cards for COVID? Why transition them to this other fund called the Youth um, Enterprise Development Fund? Because the only people who are able to get into that, they need to either need to be business-minded or financial-minded smart for you to need to create yeah. a business proposal. That's, that's trapping the youth completely. They're not able to do any decent work because their market, marketable skills aren't good because they haven't been brought up in the same way. Look, look at the people um, who, who are in Joakali. Then they've been raised like, um, you wake up, you need to transport this until a certain age you're able to weld this, um, these things. So that's how Katukawijana mm-hmm. came for, for these children. So that they, um, they, they actually occupy and they don't lead into crimes. By the end of the day, this is just a temporary solution. You can't tell me this guy, because this program runs, runs till you're 35. After 35, you, you're not in the program. What else? There's nothing you can do. If you go to get employed, the challenge, what have you done? No papers. Nothing. You can't do an internship. Let's find a way to create a program. It can even be a non-governmental program to transition them into the field. Okay. Mm. So um, based on all of what you guys are saying, since you guys have uh, sound like you have a lot to, to say, <laughs> what what do you envision for your country, your continent, the world? Like when you think about the optimum country, the optimum Africa, what do you what do you see? One that's more integrated. Um, I mean, it comes down to travel. For me, it comes down to travel. You know, the continent needs to be a bit more integrated than it is right now. Because I mean, traveling from Egypt to to Kenya is, is stress. I mean, and we're one continent. We should. So you know how they they work in the in in Europe. Yeah. 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 You can just take a train down from Germany to to the UK. From France to Germany, you know. In Kenya, you need visas, you need passports to move within your own continent. I feel like that should change, and we should become a more integrated Africa. Exactly. So integration. Integration, yeah. Travel and agriculture. Because oh. um, Africa is should actually be the superpower. Do you know how much things yeah. we actually export from Africa in agricultural base? Not processed, agricultural. Take for example Ghana. Ghana has the um, highest fields, plantations of cocoa. It's taken to US or Europe. Do you know Ghana is the highest, is the um, highly rated country that actually imports stuff like drinking chocolate into the country, and they already have the plantation, huge acres. The problem. The consumers and the manufacturers are all, are all primary. If you cannot find a way to move from primary to tertiary, we'll actually take the world by a stride. Sure. Also, um, financially, integration yeah. comes in handy. I feel like we should also have like yeah. one, you need some currency that you can use in Morocco, in South Africa, in Lesotho. The Afro. Everywhere. Yeah. I feel like we just need to have. But Mine, I just base it on integration. Yeah. yeah. I think with financial integration there's a bit of an issue because if mm-hmm. we're going to use one country, like see the issue with the euro yeah. is for example, some countries are better off than others, like Germany and Greece, for example, like Greece the finance is just off. So mm-hmm. like a, a country like Germany is forced to pay off Greece's taxes because they I mean not taxes, debt because they are they use the same currency. Mm-hmm. So I was reading about that also um, in the East African community, the thought of using one 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 shilling instead of a Kenyan shilling, Ugandan or Tanzanian. The issue is that it will be like, for example, Kenya may have to pay for 
Uganda its debts and all of that. So I think integrating one common country currency would be difficult, but financial integration I think should be much better. Maybe um, relationships with the different central banks should be become better so that also easy conversion of currencies and that and that. So yeah. I think that would be a better financial integration than one currency for now since I don't think um, we have progressed that far to have one common currency yeah. yet. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, okay, even, uh, even if you have that one currency, it will, it will be an issue. But um, mm. um, there will be less democracy and more bureaucracy. Yes, yeah. Even, even look at the European Union, that's the thing that um, they're, faced, they're facing because they added like extra layers of um, bureaucracy because they're the ones taking all the decisions. They make decisions um, further from the local communities. Like, um, for example, let's see, um, there's a British Chambers of, of I think, Commerce. That has mm-hmm. an annual cost of about um, 7.4 billion of the EU. So, which means any any decision or votes that can be taken um, f- um, due to public interest have to be taken under consideration from EU. That was another reason, or, or even um, the talks of um, um, the Brexit talks exit. Yeah, because you can't. You're already a superpower, but you you can't do anything unless you go to and um, who's up high in the chain. Okay. Um, as we conclude, I just had a question for you guys. Uh, when what would you guide someone who's let's say just finished high school, like someone's finished high school this year, on because many people are really confused right now because the pandemic changed a lot of things. So, what would you say? What advice would you give someone who's just finished school and is looking for something to do? Um, so like for me, I just say, um, just find something that you're into. If it's a niche, if it's photography, if it's art, if it's music. Just do it. I mean, right now they have all the time to do it because they're in that space where they're still thinking whether they should be going to uni, if they shouldn't. I mean, that's the best time to try out whatever you want to try out because like, that's how I was able to do what I'm doing right now. Yeah, mm. Just using that that time, that space to maximize on whatever niche would you want to be in, if it's photography, music, if it's like photography. Yeah? Mm. Right now people are home. You can just decide to get a camera, Go around Kenya, take photos of different cultures, you know. Yeah. Like you have all the time in the world right now to do what you wanna do. So I just say go for it. Well, go for it. Just have um what I'll advise them. Just um t- take yourself out of the world. Um even switch off every device. Have a have, have a seat with yourself. Have a meeting with yourself. Take a book. What assets do you have? What do you have that's a liability? Look, look at what you can take advantage out there. Like for example, it's photography. Take photos. There are things like NFT. You can get, you can actually get yeah. put them out there and for people to purchase. If you want to get financial freedom, um, and you think you need papers to move, there's forex. Take take up a, a forex course. Um, because as a trading circle, we offer forex and synthetic course actually, uh, and we'll be running the promo. We're actually running the promo codes up this week. Yeah. And um, for someone who's starting a company, uh, since you guys have a company, what would you advise someone who is just starting their own company right now? Set goals for your company. You don't want it crashing down, yeah? Um, just have a business plan. Just know what you're going to do and 
after you do it what are you going what are you going to next yeah just have like a whole plan a set out plan with your goals and everything then from there you just move that's when you decide whether you're gonna get papers and the like yeah but then the first place is always having that plan because you don't want to start something then it just crashes down okay so um in the in the aspect of now starting the company like the bureaucracy um for example now registering your company actually what would you advise someone who is in the process of doing that get lawyers you can either do all that by yourself or you can just get lawyers who are going to do it for you. So, yeah, I mean, it also depends on where you want to register it, yeah? So, it depends mm-hmm. on the amount you're, you're planning to be moving in the law. Yeah. yeah, also, it depends on the um, the particular field. Um, for, let's say, for example, with um, an academy or tours, registration is really simple. You can just log into your e-citizen yeah. and you register. But for you to actually operate, you need mm-hmm. a license. So there are certain fields actually. Um, the best thing I usually tell people: if you can get a mentor, that's the best thing mm-hmm. you can do for yourself. Having a mentor will guide you through, or if you know someone is on that field, but that still can't stop you. You, I mean, done in school. There's no point of chilling at all. Go, go, go for, go for what you love. Because that's the thing you have the power of internet. Just go online right now. You want to open a business? Just search it up. Um, the the requ- the requirements and papers. Get a lawyer. Everything is sorted. Cool, cool. cool. Okay. Uh, that was that was nice. That was really insightful. I can say that. Uh, I've learned a lot. Actually, I've learned a lot of things that I didn't know. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Mm. Thanks so. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for hosting us. Cheers. All right. Cheers, guys. Keep safe with this pandemic. Be careful. Thank you for listening to the Money Trees Network podcast. See you on the next episode. And if you're listening to this episode on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a five-star rating. It will help us grow out on our reach.